0: trends and tensions presented by bhdp where we discuss trends in architectural and interior design and the competing priorities or tensions that arise from integrating new ideas into existing organizations enterprises and institutions this episode aligning brand identity with the campus experience part two we are again joined by janice Soupley of cedarville university brad chamberlain of luther college and bill Themen of bhdp Janice, who is Vice President for Marketing and Communications as well as Dean of Graduate Studies, and Brad, Vice President for Mission and Communication, recently joined campus leaders across the country to discuss the role of experiential graphic design in communicating a university's brand. Bill, who leads our experiential graphic design team, helped to facilitate this discussion and offer insight on the power EGD has to not only communicate the brand, but weave the culture into the university's community of students, Faculty, staff, and parents. I'm your host, Brian Trainer, senior strategist for BHDP, and this is part two of a two-part series. It's interesting because it seems like experiential graphic design. It may start with a logo and a color palette, and then you get some printed assets and some digital assets. But then there's that human aspect. Everybody who works there represents that brand. That's why I wanted to talk about the role that facilities play. And Brad, you kind of went there. And Janice, you did with the chapel. And Brad, you did with saying, like, we're trying to create these collaboration spaces for students that are near faculty. And I was interested, like, that one piqued my interest, because I know in the corporate workplace world, sometimes when you put collaboration space near leaders, people are a little more hesitant to use those because they're worried about disturbing them. How are students and faculty interacting with those spaces? Like, are you seeing a lot of synergies happening there? Are people comfortable using the space?
1: For us, we do have very active use of those spaces, both by students and by faculty. Students are working together And they are, again, immediately adjacent to the faculty. So faculty are working with their doors open so students can come in quickly, faculty can come out. That's one of the most powerful elements of, I think, our campus tour because it really demonstrates our mission and our brand in action that this is collaborative, you're going to be working with others and you're going to be working with faculty, you're not going to just experience faculty in the classroom, you're going to work with them outside of the classroom. And as we work and hire faculty, we say this is who we are and these are the expectations we have for our faculty colleagues. We want you to be part of this environment where you know that you're going to be interacting significantly with students throughout all portions of the day when we've held conferences on campus, some um, of colleagues from other institutions have said, we're really impressed by this, but we're not sure we would do this <laughs> because of the expectation of those interactions. But that is really part authentically about who our institution is. And so we really want to lean into those opportunities.
0: Yeah. And when you say, you know, challenge and support, when you said that earlier, that really shows you, that you mean it.
2: I wanted to add, I mean, BHCP recently completed a a survey of over 180 chief enrollment officers. And one of the most important things that came out of that was indeed built around facilities and the importance of facilities. It equates to quality facilities equals a quality experience, right? So making sure that things are maintained, uh, making sure that they are updated, the use of technology in them, all of these factors, the cleanliness, all of those create part of this experience and, and relate to that ability for faculty, students, others to connect.
0: Janice, similar question to you, like, what role do facilities have in the brand experience? You talked about the chapel, but, like, how else do you use your facilities to engage with students?
3: So when the guests arrive on campus and they walk into our student center, which is where our admissions welcome center is, they're going to be greeted with electronic sign, welcome, very inviting. And right there is that 1000 days branding on the walls in our student center. You know, the large yellow jacket, which is our mascot. Right away, they're going to walk into a beautiful, open, spacious space that tells them immediately, this is Cedarville University, we're the yellow jackets. And you're here for the day, you know, day one of your 1,000 days experience with us. Then they walk into our admissions presentation room, which every wall is fully branded. There are photos of students, athletics, you know, all dis- different aspects of that Cedarville experience and the 1,000 days. And it's fully full screens on the front of the room where then you know, our president walks out electronically and begins to talk about that 1,000 days. So. Those are just a few of the ways that you're going to see our brand or our key messages in the facilities themselves as students are going through their experience.
0: Very cool. And so to that point from your thousand days, one of the top takeaways from the roundtable attendees was they thought that they needed to launch a branding campaign in the future year. The question is what inspired the takeaway? I think it was this 1,000 days from what I'm understanding. Where was your inspiration for that campaign? Do you know the origin of it?
3: I do, and boy, it was crazy. We do a State of the University address on the Friday of our homecoming weekend. So it's in our chapel. The president always gives kind of an enrollment update and fundraising update and all that types of things. And then it's usually some type of an inspiring message about what Cedarville University does. And our president, I think it was 2014, in that address, he laid out this concept of 1,000 days. And it was extremely powerful. And afterwards, our marketing team were like, we got to get that on video. And, of course, we had it videoed because it was this major production. And our main, quote-unquote, 1,000 days video is still our president delivering that address in 2014 And then we just built from there. It was kind of incremental. We did end up working with an outside agency who helped us turn it into a visual brand. And then how do we begin to implement it? But really, it began as a state of the university address by our president. And none of us had any idea that it would grow into what it is
0: now. (laughs) It was like a little bit of lightning that needed to be bottled. You know, (laughs) (laughs) that's interesting. So Brad and Janice, were there any other key takeaways for you from that roundtable experience? Did you take any inspiration away or things that you want to try? Or was it just like an affirmation that you were on the right track?
3: I mean, I found the roundtable very encouraging to hear what colleagues are doing and also affirming that we're doing some things well One of the projects we have ongoing with BHDP will be the development of a new welcome center. And I think the roundtable affirmed to me just how valuable that's going to be. And it will be an opportunity for us to extend the brand. I mean, right now for our guests, they they have to search to find our welcome center. We're not on the main street. We are quite a ways off. You have to drive past a couple buildings before you get to it. And boy, the opportunity to have a welcome center where, you know, they just pull into a circle drive and right there is this beautiful facility. I think that's going to transform our guest experience. I feel good about where we are now. It's going to be great.
0: That's great. Thank you, Janice. Brad?
1: For me, I think two things that stood out is one part of the conversation where we were talking amongst ourselves about really trying to understand what were those impactful moments from the perspective of the current students, the prospective students, and the families, and not just assuming that as staff and faculty, we may know what those are, that we need to demonstrate some curiosity and talk. We may discover some wow moments that we had been missing, or the things that we thought were wow moments actually had a lower impact than than we may have anticipated. So that was one thing that, that I brought back with my colleagues is really demonstrating some increased curiosity about what are those actual wow moments from the perspectives of the people who we hope are experiencing them. And then second for us, just reinforcing, we again, talking about the importance of the facilities and how those can reinforce various messages we hope to, uh, to send on our campus, place is part of our brand positioning and how this place encourages and facilitates the education we hope to provide and really what we're hoping to do is recognizing that the facilities have a key role in establishing an emotional connection both with prospective students and families and we know from our research that that emotional connection really is going to be one of the key factors that determines whether or not they matriculate at the college so all of our or most of our messaging to prospective students is designed to draw them to campus to visit and experience it. And then once they're here, we're focused on establishing and forming the foundation for an emotional connection. And those facilities really do have a key role in in forming that connection.
0: Very good. Thank you, Brad. Yeah, Bill, A couple of
2: the takeaways that I wanted to add and and to build on one of the comments that Brad had there. We are encouraging people to audit their admissions tour. As you said, you're bringing this back and the curiosity word uses is spot on. We're hoping that people actually put themselves in the shoes of these prospective students and actually audit what they are experiencing, because your eyes are going to be open quite a bit in that context when you can actually see firsthand what's happening. A couple other takeaways, though, that I think were really important, sort of Janice hinted at trying to get to the welcome center, right? So that's a challenge for quite a few people. So thinking about signage and how do you assist people that maybe have never been near or have come to the campus before. How do you get them to the right parking lot? How do you get them to the right building? How do you help them navigate the campus if there are different destinations that you want to take them through or show them? Because some tours are actually self-guided, right? So not everyone can have uh, someone or an ambassador that goes with them. So making sure that your signage is accurate and helpful in navigating what can be a very complex campus and help allay some of the anxiety that comes with that new experience. You know, there's a lot of things that are happening with parents and and students having visited a number of colleges. There is anxiety that comes with that. So the signage can help them get to the potential thing that they need to get to their potential destination. And then lastly, technology cannot be overlooked. And it, it was mentioned here today about a video board. I mean, the use of technology is how you speak to today's students, right? So trying to make sure that we are looking at opportunities to infuse technology in the experience, making sure that the actual facilities have uh, technology built into them, because these are going to be the, the way, the language that we speak with um, students today. And uh, being able to reinforce that, have that experience when they're actually on campus, that just goes a long way in making sure that uh, people know that a university is current.
0: Thanks for that, Bill. Janice, Brad, any final thoughts before we go?
3: say about facilities is you know some campuses you have older facilities and you're not just going to knock them all down and build new ones and so a piece of it is i think brad's covered it really well making sure that they're warm and inviting a fresh coat of paint making sure that they're clean you know those those are less expensive ways that a facility can still feel open and inviting and interestingly sometimes students really prefer the older buildings like they like that feeling of you know Ivy League type of feel of the building so but the key is like you said they need to be clean and inviting and students need to be able to find them.
1: I would just reinforce Janice's point in terms of that how the campus presents that cleanliness that is really important and because of that we've been working really hard to convey that and show appreciation to our custodial staff and our grounds crew that they really have an outsized impact on that campus experience and recognizing and acknowledging for them, both with them, but also broadly on campus.
0: Yeah, it's like every step along the way. And wayfinding is a big, important part of that. Cause I remember my campus experience knowing I I had to go from one building to the next, but the quickest way was through a different building. You know, it's like you learn all the little shortcuts and stuff, but it wasn't explicit until somebody's like, Oh no, you don't need to go that way. You know, (laughs) we can cut through the science building. (laughs) Oh, okay, cool. cool. I appreciate Brad Janice, your time.
3: Thank you for the opportunity. We appreciate the work that you do on our behalf and the good discussion. It's, It's really helped me with thinking through some things. And I think we're always looking for new ideas and ways to improve. So Brad, I've enjoyed hearing from you as well and wish you the best at Luther.
1: Likewise. Thank you so much. It's been a true pleasure.
2: Yeah, more than anything, the uh, roundtables we've found create these networks um, that really do feel the encouragement, the opportunity to reach out, share questions, share challenges, get some feedback. So we're glad that that's going to be a benefit to you as well
0: it's interesting for me. I appreciated the conversation because it's not just about how do you get students in the door? It's how do you get them in the door and have them want to stay and continue that experience for a thousand days, right? That's, that's really cool. So thank you very much. Thank you for joining Trends and Tensions, presented by BHDP, for this episode, Aligning Brand Identity with the Campus Experience, Part 2, with Janice Supley of Cedarville University, Brad Chamberlain of Luther College, and Bill Themen of BHDP. If you appreciate what you have heard, please rate, subscribe, and give us a review. I am Brian Trainer, your host, and I hope you'll join us for another episode of Trends and Tensions to see what topics drive design.